is Nisi with Real Talk Ministry, and this is July's video podcast for 2022. As you can see, I am still working out some places where I can do a video recording, but it's my duty to do it, and it's all for the glory of God. So if you hear echo or hissing in the background, please uh, just overlook it. And I thank you for stopping by and listening to my video podcast, which is called Matters of the Heart. So I'm going to go ahead and get into it. I do have a few announcements at the end if you like to stay around and listen to it. But let's get into this with a prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, I want to thank you for another blessed month of you keeping us alive, for keeping us focused. We ask that you just cover our thoughts and our minds and our feelings and our hearts today, Lord. We ask that you come through and clean up the things that need to be cleaned up. Remove the things that are not like you and put us in a place where we can accept and hear your word, Lord God, whether it's yay or nay. And I pray that the words that are being shared today be a blessing to those who are looking and listening. So we ask this in your name, Jesus Christ. I pray, we pray, amen. Thank you again for joining us or joining me. (laughs) And today's video podcast topic is called Matters of the Heart. So let me go ahead and get it started with what's in your heart. Um, Matters of the heart, we'll be speaking on the strength and fragility of the heart. And if you see me looking away, I'm looking at my notes that that I prepared for today. And um, let's get into the words association, words of association. And the words of association are just thoughts that immediately came to my mind that I wanted to write down to share in regards to this topic. And I wrote, sometimes we look for hope and comfort through others. Then when they disappoint or fail us, we become brokenhearted and the backlash from it can cause an emotional hurt that sometimes causes us to lose faith in others and cause doubt within ourselves, wondering why this happened and why didn't I see it coming? But God is faithful and he can mend the brokenhearted. Having your heart broke doesn't have to come with having an intimate relationship with someone. It can come with the pressures of trying to be successful. It can come by disappointments, regrets, and loss of any kind. Not just the loss of death or losing a loved one, but the loss of friendship, ideals, goals, and promises that were not kept. Growing up in the church, I always equated the heart as being the mind and nothing else. It was the center of all things. It spoke the truth and told lies. Whether those lies were to protect, shield, or hurt someone, the heart was the ruler of all things. But being a church girl, even though I knew this, sometimes I would forget the real reason the heart was created. And that was to, uh, I'm sorry, it was created to provide life to the body. So when we think about the heart, sometimes we don't think about the life it provides. Um, more than the pain we suffer from it or the love we receive from it because the word heart can be interchanged with many different meanings. But when it comes down to the matter of the heart, it can mean so many things to you as an individual. But at the end of the day, you can't stop your heart from pumping when faced with life issues. Regardless of the issues that may be good or bad, even though you may be breathing and living, If your mind and soul are going through heart problems, you can be dying without knowing it. I want to thank the Lord for the reading of the association, word association. 
And I want to express that today I want to encourage you to focus on the matters of the heart. What is the matter with your heart? And how to love and live by recognizing just how much your heart matters in the sight of God. So the question is, what is the matter with your heart? Is your heart is uh, cold, solid, like a rock, because or stony, because you feel like life issues and life problems just hit you so hard and so many times that you really don't want to deal with people, deal with life anymore? Um, do you recognize that you are loved and that uh, people love you and you're not just living for you with the trials and the tribulations that you're going through, but you're actually living for others. And I know that may sound like, oh, well, I'm not living for others. I got to do things on my own. I'm, I'm independent. I do things for myself. But there's going to be someone who's going to need your wisdom. I know a lot of us don't think we have it. But if we live life, we have some type of wisdom. You're going to have someone who's going to want to see you, miss you, if anything ever happens to you. So you never can think that you're doing anything for yourself because you're not. And lastly, um, you have to remember that regardless of what's going on in your life, good or bad, it don't always have to be bad. I know sometimes church, we focus on the strength of overcoming the bad things. But a lot of times bad things are not always happening. So good or bad, just know that God recognizes you in your heart. And that goes both ways too. Recognize your heart when you're doing good and recognize your heart when you're doing bad. So the discussion topic I want to start off with, in which I'll be sharing some scriptures, um, is there are many scriptures about the heart. When you search heart, so many scriptures come up. It's like, where do you even start? Do you start with what people are already familiar with? Or do you want them to hear something different? But there's a lot of scriptures on the heart. And as we cover a few of them today, think about what caused your heart to fail. And have you got back on track yet? What do you do to keep the heart motivated and excited about life regarding the challenges you're facing? And I hope you can uh, write these down or go back and rewind and listen to it and really think about the questions that are being asked of you today. And I'm gonna read it again. Um, what failed your heart? You know, heart failure, whether it's in the sense of medical or in just your reality of what you could think fails the heart, it's sometimes hard to bring it back to life. You know, it's hard to pick up the pieces and move forward. So what failed your heart? Are you having heart problems where you was failed so many times by people and promises and the trust that you put in them and the distrust that they had around you that now your heart is giving up and don't want to continue to pump anymore, don't want to continue to have life anymore. Um, and have you got back on track yet? I think it's very positive for people to share that they have had their heart broken in any kind of circumstances of being broken you know, or having your heart broken. And also sharing how you got back on track because it's not always easy just to get up and keep moving. It may be easy the first few times you try, but eventually you'll start getting wore out and it becomes difficult to keep processing the fact that, yes, I have to have faith. Yes, I trust in God. Yes, I know I can do this and be strong. 
But there are always a weak point where it's like, I don't want to be strong. I tried trusting in God. I didn't see any results. So how did you get back on track? And please, if you're listening to this, you can message me at realtalkministry20 at gmail.com. I would love to share your information. Or you can just leave a post or whatever you're hearing this and let me know. And I'll be happy to share it on all my social media networks that I'm using to um, give encouragement to the people of how to get back on track when they heart broke. It has it's been broken and has failed them. And also, what do you do to keep the heart motivated and excited about life regarding the challenges you face? Every day there's something for somebody to go through something. Your day, your week, your month could be the happiest of all times. And just on the opposite side of the world, someone is feeling their lowest of low. And then there may be times where it's switched, vice versa. You may not be in your best capacity of what you feel you can do for your life. And there may be someone who's like, I just got out of this horrible depression or horrible situation where my heart was just broken and now I'm feeling better, I'm back on my feet. So what do you do to keep your life exciting, to keep motivated? I hope I can share some things that will encourage you as I am also trying to answer these questions. But I am real and I will tell you sometimes it's hard. It's hard to find a balance for me to make sure I am happy and excited and enjoy life. And then there's sometimes I just don't know. <laughs> it's like, where is this life taking me for real? So let's start with the first scripture. So I'm going to continue to read my notes. Share in the comments below, like I said, so you may be able to encourage others. And, and like I said, you can reach out to me via email and I can share it for you. But my first scripture is, I'm kind of reading backwards. Um, it's Matthew 12, 34 and 35, but I want to read 35 first. And it says, a good man out of the good treasure of the heart bringeth forth good things. An evil man out of the evil treasure bringeth forth evil things. So you know if you have a good heart, your best intentions are going to make sure that you bring forth good things. The only thing about that is when it comes to the matter of the heart, you have evil people out there who will challenge you and try to test you and use you and abuse you because you have a good heart, because they know that you would do the things to try to help. So you're kind of easily taken advantage of. And once you become taken advantage of too many times, you begin to see the distrust in others, even when they're not trying to distrust, you know, trying to use you, you'll just see the pattern and you become more careful and you become more uh, weary about trying to let your good heart be used to good use. Well, I use this scripture right here, the, the 35th scripture, as an example of what I think is motivation and excited about life regarding challenges. I think if you have a great heart and you have good things that you want to share and do for people, you must stay prayed up and ask for discernment. <clears throat> Excuse me. It is very important for you to ask God for discernment. Um, I used to, growing up at my school, I used to just give stuff away. Like uh, someone needed something for lunch, or someone needed some money, or somebody. If I had it, I would just give it to them. And I know one of my friends was like, you just too nice. you just way too nice. And if Stevie Wonder wanted your eyes, you would give them to him. That's what she told me. 
And I didn't realize I was being that generous. I was just being generous, trying to help. But eventually people started taking advantage of me. And I saw myself in a position where when people needed my help, I wouldn't even help them, even if they were genuinely in need of help. I was like, I'm not gonna get used anymore. I'm not gonna have people run over me because it made me, it was a setback on my heart that people would actually take advantage of me when I'm trying to do good. So when, if you really want to have an excitement and motivated life about who you are as a person who is giving, who has a giving heart and have people who knows that you are a very, per, a very good person who cares with your heart first, not just socially, I'm giving to charity because that's just the right thing to do, or I'm gonna help this person because somebody might put it on Facebook and they may see me doing a good job and I'll get accolades for it. No, if you genuinely can be a good person off camera, when nobody knows you're doing it and you get taken advantage of, it's very hard to be motivated and excited about life because the very thing that you love doing has now been stripped of you because of distrust. So I will say in this situation, you have to have discernment. I will say for me, once I really started getting connected with Christ and learning of him, he taught me, okay, yes, you can give to this person because let's be honest, you just can't just give everything away. But that's not necessarily so for everybody. And in this situation, I will say, you just can't give up everything. If you have God's guidance and discernment, he'll let you know, like you can give to this person and still have a good heart and you won't have to feel bad that you didn't give to the other person because I told you. And when God tells you and put his trust in you, then you'll be able to trust others. It took me a little while to get back to that, oh, I will do it. Because then I start feeling bad when I realize that I'm now missing my blessing because I'm not helping someone else. And then I start feeling bad because I wasn't able to help somebody when I felt like I shouldn't. Like I was hearing God say, no, it's a scam. And then I was like, what if it's not a scam? You know, you have to understand his voice and trust his words. And also trust yourself to know that you can't do everything and everything is not meant for you to do alone. So if you can't give, if you can't, if you don't have the needs to say yes to everything people require of you because they know of your goodness, it is okay. That's a part of enjoying life to me and staying motivated is knowing that you're okay with what God is ordaining you to do without being used and abused and now hurt so much that you don't trust anybody to be a blessing to that God is calling you to be a blessing to. Now I'm gonna go back to the 34th verse where it says, oh generation of vipers, how can ye be, how can ye being evil speak good things where out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. That is a very true statement. Usually we are here, the mouth speaking real good and real hard when someone is upset, you can hear everything they feel about you. Um, sometimes you may hear it behind your back. Somebody saying it behind your back and because the person is messy or they wanna gossip, you'll hear it through the grapevine. That has happened to me a couple of times. And I have had someone say some things about me to someone else that I didn't say that I was approached about. And I thank God for people just being genuine enough to say, hey, this don't sound like you, but I did hear this, can we talk about it? 
because it just shows that, you know, it's no pettiness. I don't, I'm not for the mess. I'm not either. So let's have a conversation. And that's how you dead the devil. And that's how you dead the gossip. And that's how you dead the evil and the vipers of people that will come against your heart. Because at the end of the day, even though the heart is interchanged with a lot of different meanings, your soul, your mind, your spirit, and how you receive things is very important when you come across people. You don't want to always judge people by the situations that may have happened in the past. So it says, old generation of vipers, how can you, can you be an evil speak good things? You can't. You can't because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speak. So if you're an evil person, I don't care how you try to camouflage it. I don't care how you try to make it look like it's really not me. I'm not that kind of person. It's the other person. It doesn't matter. Your heart will speak. It will say all the words that it needs to say once you open your mouth. Whether it be evil or good, it will speak. And sometimes you may find yourself in a situation where your heart is speaking very angrily. And the goodness of it is coming back and repenting and making sure you don't do that again. If my heart is saying, oh, I hate you, and then I come back and say, you know what? That was the wrong spirit. I didn't mean to say it. But the next time I get mad, I still come at you and say, I hate you. <laughs> you need to work on your heart. <laughs> that's not that's not your heart of forgiveness. It won't keep allowing repetitive evil things or wrongful things or hurtful things to continue to happen to other people through your mouth, through your tongue. So be careful of the heart. And be careful of... Uh, what comes out of it? If anything, if you can't do anything, ask God to keep your mouth. I know that's a hard thing for many of us, but it's a very important thing. And you know what? It actually saves lives. So keep your heart can often, if you want to keep your heart, you may just need to keep your mouth. And that way you won't say or do anything to offend or hurt. Now, sometimes people do want to offend and hurt because that's how they feel. But trust in God, and this has been something I've been saying um, <laughs> for the last couple of weeks, actually. It's trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not to thy own understanding. And in all thy ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. When you begin to trust God and understand his ways, allow him to lead your heart, your mind, your directions, your, your feet, your hands, whatever it is, even your hearing and your speaking and what you see. When you decide to allow him and trust in him with all thy heart and lean not to thy own understanding and all thy ways acknowledge him, he shall direct that path. You will understand that scripture and you'll be able to connect with the words that it's saying. And it just won't be something that'll be like, oh, I need God in this moment. So I'm gonna trust and believe in him. If you make it a daily practice, you will see the results of how, even if you're having an evil heart or if your heart is just not, just not where you want it to be, whether you want to call it evil or not, excuse me, if your heart is just not where you feel it needs to be in Christ, trust in him and let him direct you and he will put you on the path that you need to be put on for him to not only trust you to do the good things that he wants you to uh, do through you, but for others to see that they can trust you in um, 
accept you. You know, acceptance is important. It's very important. But sometimes in order for people to accept you, you have to accept what it is within yourself as well. So I'm going to go down and read a couple more scriptures. And I want to go ahead and give you a couple of scriptures to reference. And it's I'm not going to read them, but you could just write them down and read them at your leisure. And that's Psalms 51 and 10, Jeremiah 17, 9 and 10, Proverbs 4 and 23. Those are a couple of scriptures that um, I wanted to share. But actually, I wanted to read one of those scriptures. I did have it down in my notes to read. And that is Proverbs 4 and 23. It says, and this is King James Version. It says, keep thy heart with all diligence, meaning careful and persistent work or effort. For out of a... For out of it are the issues of life. Life issues are common problems, issues, and or crisis that happens to um, normal people living normal lives. So the scripture itself says, keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. So you got to make sure you stay careful and persistent, and that takes work, and it takes effort. For some people, it's not just overnight. And for some people, it's not just something that you just regularly do on a daily basis. Anything that we want to perfect ourselves on or anything that we want to do better for ourselves on, we do have to put in the work and we do have to practice and we do have to continue to work on ourselves to be a better person and be a better person even if you already think you are a good person. There's nothing wrong with bettering, bettering. There's nothing wrong with making yourself better in Christ by uh, making yourself as a Christian or as an, even if you're not a Christian. It is okay to put yourself in a position where wherever you think you are that you feel you are good at right now, that you can do even better. I think I made that clear. <laughs> I kind of stumbled over that a little bit, but I hope y'all got it. If you have to rewind it, I might have to rewind it, but <laughs> but better what I'm trying to say, and I'm gonna say it in clarity. If you think you're a good person already, if you already think you're good, you can be better. If you already better, you can still be at your best. It's never a time that you cannot grow and put work into yourself to become more of what you think you are right now. It's nothing wrong with putting work and effort into your life as you face these everyday natural issues. Living, working, sleeping, taking care of kids, taking care of pets, uh, taking care of a house that a household that you thought, hey, I'm grown. Now I don't have to take care of anybody else. I can just take care of me and then something happens and now you're taking care of a family or it's a lot of things that happen in life and I can't pinpoint it all, but with the good heart and the understanding of it, working on yourself, you can manage those things, put a balance into those problems, and, and let, I always gonna say, and let God be the forefront of leading you, and then you will have a better understanding of life issues with all diligence with what it is that your heart is gonna face. Because if you go through any of those things, your heart is gonna face a lot of things. So I also want to read Proverbs 27 and 19. And 19 says, and I really wanted to read this because 
I have seen this in the scripture and I thought it was pretty cool. It says, as in water, face answereth to face, so the heart of man to man. And I'm going to read that again. Proverbs 27 and 19. As in water, face answereth to face, so the heart of man to man. And it's like, just like you can see your face in the reflection of the water. This is also your heart is a reflection of who you are. Whatever that is inside of you, whatever your heart display about you, it will show up as a reflection, just like you see yourself in the water. I thought, wow. I never seen that scripture before, and I thought, wow. That really kind of blew me away. But that's basically what it's saying. You know, you see yourself in the reflection of the water. It's like looking in a mirror. You know, you can see yourself, and you have to ask yourself, what is what is it that I'm lacking that's making my heart weary? Um, where can I find where what am I lacking that I can can't find joy in my life or that I'm hurting others or someone is constantly saying I'm this type of person, I'm mean, I'm not nice, I'm 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 arrogant or I'm a narcissist. You know, what is it within me? that makes people think that I'm not the person that I think I am. So you have to look at a reflection of yourself and ask God, what is it in me that I need to do better or increase or let go? Sometimes people will say, oh, that person speaks up too much and they need to keep quiet. And that person will go to God and be like, please, Lord, please help me to not be as vocal so I want to offend. I want to encourage anybody to do that. I will ask you to go to God and say, what is it that you want me to do differently? Because there's been a lot of people who have, that I've talked to in some experiences, even with myself, that I was like, maybe, Lord, I need to change this. Maybe I need to do this. And he was like, no. You can't always go on a person's opinion of what they think you need to be in order for your heart to be better. There are people out there who are very vocal and we need their voice. There are people out there who are very stern, and people might say, oh, you mean, but we need their uh, boldness. We need their, what people would consider to be aggressiveness in order to get the job done in the ministry. There's a way to do it without being offensive. There's a way to do it without hurting anybody, but if you don't want to hear what the word of the Lord says, if you don't want to draw that into your heart, you're going to be offended anyway. If I come out and say, hey, everybody here, don't get the free water because you need to pay for it. People are going to be like, that's not God, first of all. It's free. And why would I listen to you anyway? You know, there's always going to be a reason why people are going to feel offended and hurt when it comes through Christ's correction or directions they don't want to take. So, if you feel like someone is saying, oh, you're just too mean, go ask God and be like, am I too mean? Don't necessarily just take it upon yourself to say, I'm a mean person, so I need to stop doing that. Some of the things that we have in us that people may think is aggressive or offensive, it may be needed for us in the time of battle. You know, there are certain people that we come across and we can laugh and joke with. And there are certain people we have to stand ten toes down and be like, I'm a soldier of Christ. I'm a woman of God. I'm a man of God. I'm a child of God. And this is what I'm standing on. Please, when I say that. Don't confuse what I'm saying with some of the things that are going on in the world today. A lot of these ten toes standing down saying this is what God wants that you're hearing in the world today is really not God. That's just 
I'm just going to say that. It's really not God. It's personal feelings and um, everything ain't orchestrated by God. And when you see stuff like that, you don't have to go and try to stand 10 toes down with them. You just got to pray and ask God to clean it up, remove it, and let your truth come through. Because in my last podcast, if you listen to it, um, it's called Christians, We Need to Step It Up. We have to be very careful how we present ourselves because we can be the evil vipers. We can be the one destroying hearts and thinking we're doing the will of God and we're not. So then when we look at the matter of the heart, we become selfish and only see our hearts to be the thing that matters. When the big picture is, it's supposed to be what God wants us to do to help others and their heart that should matter. Once I receive Christ, and this is just me and what I feel, once I receive Christ and believe in Christ and he starts straightening me out to be the woman that he wants me to be, it is not my job to go crush the souls of others just to say, I'm looking out for your heart. It's my job to be led of him and give me the words to say. And if my words are not being fulfilled, I'd rather walk away than to make God look bad or to bring shame on the ministry that he's trying to create just to prove a point. It may not be through the eyes and lenses of what we see in the media every day. It could be something that's happening on your job, in your house, when you're walking through the grocery store. All these things, when it comes to the matters of the heart, you have to be mindful that it's just your heart is not the only heart that matters. And so I'm going to read my last scripture before I sum it up. Thank you for staying with me this long, and I hope you've been encouraged and enjoyed what you've been listening to so far. And the last scripture I have is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, which I've already read, but I'm going to read it, I mean, stated, but I'm going to read it again. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart, and lean not into thy own understanding, and in all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths, and not paths. He's not just going to direct in one way. He's, a, he's going to direct thy paths with the S. He's going to make sure that you are on the right path because he's going to be leading and directing. Now, there may be times that we may stray away, and that goes back to the failed heart. We may stray away because we just get so discouraged and we get tired. And as our bodies, we're humans, we're going to get tired. But we continue to let God lead. He'll pick us up and he'll carry us through. So I felt like I answered the question to being about, about motivated and being excited. But I also want to cover the other question that says about what caused your heart to fail and how do you get it back on track. Um, I know it's always going to seem like everything I say is like, oh, just trust in God, believe in God, pray fast. That's like the basis. It's like that's the starting point. If you just do that part, I'm not saying that you still won't get challenged. I'm not saying that things are not going to still come against you. I'm just saying, like, those are the bases. It's like a math problem. You always have the basis of what to do before you start building and subtracting and going into the parentheses and before you can get the equation. There's always a formula, and that is the formula. Now, regardless of how things may come, what other things you may do, that is the formula. Reading, fasting, praying. Now, there's other things that you would do, like, you know, go to church, hear the word of God. There's a lot of other things that can be presented to help you along the way. 
but that is the basis. And I want to say that if you start off at least by doing that, you'll be on your way to, even if things keep coming and they seem like they won't stop, you will be able to handle it. And I think that's something else that needs to be addressed. Sometimes we'll be like, oh, we're delivered. I went to a service and I got delivered now. I asked God for deliverance now. Everything's just going to stop. No, it may not stop. You may have to still go to work and still deal with that evil per person. But the deliverance is that you are able to handle that issue without flying off the hook, without losing yourself, without showing yourself less than who you are, without letting your heart crumble under pressure, without feeling defeated because you can't fight for yourself. So you have to understand that even if it's something that you felt like you needed to be delivered from, from your own self, doesn't mean the temptation is not going to present itself. It doesn't mean that it's going to completely go away. It may not show itself for a while, but it is going to always try to come back and test your faith, test your heart to see if you really, it's going to keep denying it for, not just for the love of Christ, but for yourself to be an example, to be used of him. So the matter of the heart to me is this, it's not just your heart alone that you need to worry about, that you need to have concern about, or your heart is not the only heart that matters. You have to look at it from all perspectives, all, all from everything. You gotta look at it from the side of where, did I hurt this person, was I being evil, was I being a viper? And you also gotta look at it from the side that, oh yes, I can love and give and be a trusting person, but I also have to be mindful that I need to protect my heart too. So in the process, I need to take the proper steps so my heart won't fail and cause me to miss out on being a blessing to someone or someone being a blessing to me. Thank you so much for looking or listening to this video podcast. And I do have just a couple of announcements and reminders. The first reminder is I have a radio station. <laughs> it's, uh, you can go to realtalkministry.com and you can see uh, Radio Connections or it's on the very first page. And you can just listen to gospel 24-7. I have gospel, preaching, words of encouragement, Sometimes I put this podcast on. Sometimes I have preachers that come on. So um, I hope you continue to listen as I grow this radio station. God has been real good in leading and guiding me. And also, this is the last few days of July that I am extending the sermon broadcast for half off. And um, if you decide even after August, when August rolls in, you want to do a broadcast or uh, broadcast your sermon on my uh, radio station you can but august the 27th i am going to have a preacher on and it's going to be preaching on my radio station for 24 hours or the whole weekend it's saturday august the 27th if the lord says the whole weekend i will but saturday august the 27th it's a preacher done on my radio station and it will be for 24 hours just not stop preaching Maybe some prayer up in there, but it's not music unless it comes with the sermons that have been um, sent to me. Unless it comes with it, it's just preaching the Word of God. And I think we need the Word of God more 
in our lives, even in these trying times. So visit my website, realtalkministry.com, for more information. And I thank you for staying with me this long, and I pray that your next month is blessed in the month of August, and I will be back with the video podcast next month, if the Lord's will. <laughs> Again, I'm Miss Nisi. Thank you, and God bless.